Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. My name is Bethany Harbison and here are your morning announcements. Free Lunch Friday will be held this Friday, March 3rd at 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Come for a warm meal, but stay for good fellowship. Please tell your friends, your neighbors, everyone is welcome. Now, Calvary will go fellowship with Little Rock Baptist Church. The address is 649 Groveland Avenue. Again, the address is 649 Groveland Avenue. The service will be held Sunday, March 5th at 4 p.m. Come as they celebrate their pastoral anniversary. Also come as Pastor Sam delivers the message and choir will minister in song. Mount Calvary will celebrate Mother Bobby Winston's 90th birthday with a birthday ball. The birthday ball will be held Saturday, September 15th at 6 p.m. located at the Sinclair Conference Center. Tickets for adults will be $40, teenagers $25, children $20. If you have any more questions, comments, or concerns for the tickets, you can see Miss Marilyn Rutledge in the lobby area. Tickets layaway will also be available. This month's Deacon on Call is Deacon Parker Burks as well as Deacon Tony Johnson. This is the congregation's link between the Mount Calvary family and you. The number is 937-422-9849. That's 937-422-9849. Valerie Elementary, our partner school is in need of uniform pants for the students and we're asking Mount Calvary to help in that effort. They are in need of navy blue as well as khaki for youth sizes 12, 14, 16, 18, 20 and regular and in husky sizes as well as men's sizes 30, 32 and 36. We'll be collecting these donations for the whole month of February. Donations can be brought to the church or if you would prefer, you can give the Cash App or give LaFi. Again, my name is Bethany Harbison, and this has been your morning announcements. God bless. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. Hallelujah. Shine all around us by day. By night, Jesus, the light of the world. 
as we begin this worship service help us sing walk in the light walk in the light it's a beautiful Say, come where the dew do of mercy shine bright. Mercy shine bright. Shine all around. song can you join us this time come on sing with us walk in the light hallelujah walk in the light it's a beautiful light
and established it upon the floods. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift his hands up, mm, who does not lift up his soul to idols or swear what is false. He will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God, his Savior. Search is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Silah. Psalm 24, verses 1 through 6. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we come before your presence this morning. First of all, thanking you for who you are and glorifying your name, saying hallelujah, for there is none like you. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, our Savior, whose blood has cleansed us when we accepted you as our God. We give you glory, Lord. Blessed is the name of Jesus. We come this morning, O oh Lord, worshiping you and praising your name. And we're asking for forgiveness of our sins. And we're confessing them before you in Jesus' name. Because we haven't always done what you told us to do. That's why there had to be a sacrifice to bring us into your presence. And we say, thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Glory be to your name. Now, Father, we ask your blessing upon this worship today. And we ask you to fill your servant, your watchman on the wall, as he warns us ha, against the sin that is going on who makes us aware of what is going on and he's teaching us to stay away from it. We come, O oh Lord God, worshiping and praising your name, for there is none other than you. Now, Lord, you are already in control of this and we just yield to you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. saints of Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church. May God's blessings be upon all who are present 
and those who are joining us virtually as well. The Phoebe Ministry welcomes you all to witness the transformational power of salvation. Romans 6, 4 states, Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. I am Sister Carla Scott, and these are our candidates for baptism. Little Mr. Jarrell House. And it is based upon the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. I now baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Jada House. And it is based upon the profession of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. church say amen. We have one more. We have one more. Miss Andrea McCletsky. Based upon the profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And let's say amen again. Come on to praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in this place. Hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised. Come on, let's stand up on our feet and give God our best. Come on, open up your mouth. Do something. Let everything that has breath. Hallelujah. Praise you, the Lord. 
Come on, open up your mouth in this place and praise ye the Lord. Praise God in this sanctuary. Praise God for the firmament of his power. Let's get to the last verse. Let everything that has breath, if you have breath in your body, even if you got an oxygen tank, that's your breath in your body. Come on and open up your mouth and give him praise. Give him your best in this place. We just want to praise him today. Just want to praise you. Just want to praise you. Yeah. Just want to praise you. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I just came to praise the name of our God. Hallelujah. Look, oldie but goodie. Come on, clap your hands. Yeah. Y'all going to help us today with it? Just wanna praise you forever. I hear you and ever for you done done for me. I hear you. Come on, blessings and glory and honor. They all. This morning, thank you, Jesus. For let's say there. Come on, let's sing it. Let's do it together. Y'all keep singing. Come on. I just wanna praise. Just wanna praise forever, forever, and ever, and ever, and ever, and ever. Blessings and glory, and honor, and honor, they all, they all belong to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For blessing, for blessing me, for blessing me, said. Just wanna praise you forever. Blessings and glory, blessings and glory, and honor, 
Come on, praise his name in this place. Hallelujah. Psalms 34 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I like the second verse. It says, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. I'm going to do it one more time. My soul, I had to command my soul. I had to make myself. That's what that means. Boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. This is my other favorite one. It says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Yeah. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. That goes back to that. Open up your mouth and give him praise. Go back to that. Let everything that have breath praise you, the Lord. That's where that goes to. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. We're going to exalt him together today. Come on. Let's do it. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Another little audible goodie but with a little flip to it, okay? Come on, cut your head. Come on. One more time, everybody clap your hands. One more time, one more time, everybody clap your hands. We're gonna have a little testimony service today, all right? Hey, come on, step it up. Say, and I don't know what you come to do. Let me hear you say, I don't. Know what you come to do? Hey, but I know what I come to do. Let me hear you say. But I know what I come to do. One more time, say I don't know what you come to do. Let me hear you say. I don't know what you come to do. Hey, but I know what I come to do. Let me hear you say. But I.
mama do your this. Come on, come on, come on. If you don't want to praise him, you don't want to praise Watch me praise him. Watch me praise. If you don't want to praise him, if you don't want to praise Watch me praise him. Watch me praise him. If you don't want to praise him, if you don't want to praise Watch me praise him. Watch me praise. If you don't want to praise him, if you don't want to praise Watch me praise him. Watch me praise. If you don't want to clap now, if you don't want to clap, watch me clap, sir. Watch me clap. If you don't want to clap, sir. If you don't want to clap, watch me clap. Watch me clap. Watch me. Watch me. Say, watch me. Watch me. One more time, say, watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Give him glory. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Give him praise. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Bless his name. Watch me. Watch me. Praise him. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Praise him. Watch me. Watch me. Praise him. Watch me. Watch me. Praise him. If you don't want to praise him. If you don't want to praise Watch me praise him. Watch me praise If you don't want to clap now. If you don't want to clap. Watch me clap say. Watch me clap. If you don't want to clap say. you don't want to clap. Watch me clap say. Watch me clap. If you don't want to clap now. If you don't want to clap. Watch me clap say. Watch me clap. Say watch me. Watch me. Watch me, watch me. Hey, oh, watch me, watch me. Hey, hey, yeah. Watch me, watch me. One more time, say, watch me, 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 praise him, watch me, praise him, watch me, watch me, praise him, watch me, watch me, praise him, watch me, 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 hey, and I love to praise his holy name, cause he's my action, he's my action,
If he's the joy that you have found, Hallelujah. come on, open up your mouth and give him top top of a praise in this place. He's worthy to be praised. We've come to bless his name. He's holy and righteous. He's a savior. He's a healer. He's a redeemer. He's faithful. He's a keeper. That's just enough to give him some type of a praise in this place. Hallelujah. Why don't you give him some kind of praise then? Hallelujah to our King. What a mighty God we serve who has kept us safely through another week. He's allowed us to see the start of a new one. Every single thing we needed, he provided this week. He protected us. He watched over us and cared for us. You're standing here or sitting here right now only because God is so good. And so it's our good pleasure just to give him praise. You may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. Welcome to those who are here in the building. We are so glad that you've chosen to come and worship with us. Um, I say it all the time now, we will never take for granted again the opportunity just to come together in one space with the saints it's good just to be here if you're here and you don't consider yourself a part of the mount calvary family would you stand if you're able we would love to see who you are and where you are if you're visiting with us god bless you god bless you mount calvary make them feel welcome would you we welcome you into mount calvary's house of worship so glad you came, exalt his name, let's lift him up together. Thank God we're here from far and near, the Lord has brought us this far. And with the love of Christ we are transforming lives. 
you've chosen to worship with us and to our e-congregation those who are worshiping with us online literally all over the world we're grateful that you've chosen to worship with us virtually we're grateful for the technology that allows us to come together virtually and we're grateful for the people behind the technology who make it possible every week for us to be together welcome to you as well I do just want to uh, point out Miss Alicia Ivory uh, has been out with some medical challenges and is back. God bless you. Yes, ma'am. And your beautiful youngins. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. praising God. Nobody had to tell him. Nobody had to give instructions and I guarantee nobody could make him be quiet.
Jesus and what is done for me. When I think about Jesus and how it set me free, I can. Come on and think about it. Oh, hey, say when I think about Jesus, what is done for me. When I think about Jesus, how it set me free. somebody and tell them God is able and if he did it for Miss Alicia he can do it for you Every blessing. For every blessing. 
together. Would you just lift your hands up to the Lord and sing it for every mountain. Come on, out of a grateful heart. Every mountain you brought me over. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. First John five, would you? Because I'm serious. I need you to understand that if God could do it for your neighbor, if God could do it for Miss Alicia, I need you to understand that he can do it for you. so I want to let's press into what the Lord is saying and um, the announcements and all that stuff can wait um, y'all just make sure you stay to the end so you can get what's in the, those announcements that are important but I want your faith to be built up right now Mountain Media I apologize for going a little out of order but uh, let's go to First John y'all good thank you First John chapter 5 verse 14 is where we're going to read thank you Ms. Ann I'm going to read first from the King James version of the Holy Bible and I'm going to read it from the NIV and this is the confidence that we have in him 
that if we ask anything To his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Let me read it from the NIV. Verse 14, this is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. Verses 14 and 15. 1 John chapter 5, you may be seated. We've spent a lot of time reading about, studying about, preaching about, singing about, shouting about prayer over the last several months. We've set out to discover what the Bible teaches us about communicating with our Father in heaven. We've dealt with faith and belief. We've studied how Jesus instructed his disciples to pray. And now we are winding down our study over the next few weeks, if the Lord says the same. But today I want to take a look at what the Apostle John wrote in this, the last chap chapter of his first letter. It is not like many of the other epistles or letters that we see in the Bible. It contains no introduction no greeting, no conclusion, no concluding salutation, no indication of a specific church to which he's writing, no individual to whom he's writing. It's just a general letter written to and for believers everywhere. That's us. And in this letter, John pens some words about prayer in the fifth chapter specifically about boldness in prayer and if you'll allow me I want to preach from that simple subject today boldness in prayer say that with me boldness in prayer the beloved apostle John teaches and he touches on something that many believers even until today, struggle with. And that is the privilege of being bold in our praying. It's the privilege of knowing that we have a Father who loves us and who delights in coming, in, in our coming to Him in faith. We don't come to Him, listen to me, we don't come to Him in arrogance. We don't come to him with a sense of entitlement as if God owes us something. 
After all, God is the king of the universe. He is the giver of life, the sustainer of all humankind. He is our provider. He's our protector. He's our refuge. He's our strength. He's our very present help in trouble, our way maker, our company keeper, God, who does not need anybody outside of himself to be who he is. He is uh, God who has been our dwelling place through all generations from everlasting to everlasting. He's always been God. He will always be God. He is God who owns a cattle on a thousand hills. He rides the wings of the wind. He wraps himself in light like a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a curtain. He is God. He laid the foundations of the earth. He touches the hills and they smoke God at whose command the sun shines and the moon glows and the stars twinkle God who loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son his unique one of a kind son just so that anybody including me who believes on him should not perish but have everlasting life that God will never owe us anything And so we don't get to be arrogant in praying. But we can be confident in our praying and bold. I believe that the Lord has directed us here to this passage today. I know he has. Uh, I need to give you what he's given me because there are many in this sanctuary and many joining us online even now who find that uh, part of the that, that part of the issue is that we're not sure that we can come boldly before him. It's part of the reason why we're always asking somebody else to pray for us. It's part of the reason that we think that pastor's prayers mean more to God than our own. For some of us, it's the reason that we do everything else first and then pray. Let me remind you of what Jesus said. When you pray, first of all, say, Our Father. Did you hear that? We have a loving Father. A loving Father. And if we are in relationship with Him, we get the wonderful privilege of coming to Him boldly in prayer. That's why John wrote, This is the confidence that we have. We who? We. According to 1 John chapter 1, verse 3, we who are in fellowship with God through Jesus Christ, and then we who are in fellowship with one another. He goes on to say, we might sin, but if we do, we have been forgiven and cleansed. This boldness is for saved folk. people who believe that Jesus is the Christ. This boldness is for those who believe God's testimony about Jesus Christ. John said in verse 13 of this chapter, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. We used to have a minister here. Her name was Margaret Johnson. Some of you may remember her. She used to have a radio program and she would come on uh, WQRP every Sunday afternoon and she'd say, you have to know that you know that you know. Is there anybody in here who knows that you know that you know that you're saved, that you belong to him? Anybody online who is confident that you're saved? Anybody who knows that they get to spend eternity with God? Because you believe on Jesus. 
Is there anybody whose testimony it is that he picked you up? And he turned your whole life around. Anybody who can say, like the hymnologist, I'm saved by his power divine. Saved to new life, sublime. Life now is sweet and my joy is complete because I'm saved. Now I need to stop right here because I would not assume that that's everybody. And I've got to tell you that God loved everybody without exception the whole world so much that he gave his only begotten son that's his unique one of a kind son Jesus Christ that whoever you are doesn't matter how bad you think you are how dirty you think you are how lost you think you are how long you've been out there how far away you feel it doesn't matter if you have breath in your body I have to tell you now that you can get it right with God but you can't do it without Jesus Christ you have an opportunity to be part of who John is writing to and I'll tell you how in just a few minutes. This is written to saved people. This is the confidence that we have in him. Or NIV says in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will. Stop right there please. That's our first stopping point today. The condition. John says if. You all know that conjunction, it just indicates a condition, a requirement, a stipulation. It indicates that what is coming after it is based on something being in place. And there are a couple of conditions that are given here um, that, that, that have to be met. And the first one is this, it's real simple, ask. It is Iteo in the Greek. King James says ask. New International Version says ask. New American Standard Bible says ask. New Living Translation says ask. Just about every translation or version of the Bible says ask. Talk to him. Yes, Jesus said your father already knows what you need before you ask him, but he still wants you to ask. The Bible says, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 and following, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. John 14, whatever you ask in my name. Matthew 21, all things you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. James says, you have not because you won't ask. God, I got this. No, you don't. Ask. That's the first part of the condition. Ask. I hear you. I hear you. Pastor, if he already knows what I need, then why do I have to ask? I'll tell you. Because he said so. because he left on record that we are to ask him. He wants relationship. He wants the fellowship with us. He wants the communication with us. He wants us to talk to him. He wants us, check this out, to want what he wants. And so he instructs us, ask. Conditional. If we 
ask. If we ask anything, here's the rest of it, according to his will. Did you catch that? That's the rest of the condition. Sometimes we wish that it stopped at if you ask anything. But it's conditional. If we ask anything according to his will. Remember, saints, the purpose of prayer is not to get our will done. I will say it again. The purpose of prayer is not to get our will done. Jesus said, pray like this, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, pastor, how do we know the will of God? I'm perfectly prepared for you to be annoyed with me. Sometimes before you even get up, you got to give yourself some self-talk. And I had it already, it's okay. How do I know what the will of God is? First of all, you got to understand that his will is his word. And his word is his will. Paul said, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, 17, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Saints, it, it, listen to me, it is impossible to pray according to his will if we will not take in his word. And I'm sorry, but there are no shortcuts to it. You can run to apostle whomever and prophet so-and-so. You can get in everybody's line and stand behind everybody's pulpit and hope for an osmosis transfer of his will in your life. But if we do not get into the word of God, we will never understand what his will is. God help us. It is the parameters of his word that will give us boldness in praying. His word is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even even to dividing soul and spirit joints and marrows it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart his word his word that's what we need that's what our praying is based on the grass withers the flower fades his word won't it lasts forever his word is a lamp for our feet a light to our path God I can't see where to go get in his word his word shows us the way. His word is his will. If we want to know what his will is, we need to start with his word. It will tell you. Check this out. It's in there. Um, There's some, there some places that are just explicit in what the will of God is for us. Are y'all ready for this? Um, thank God we shouted early. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3. You want to know what the Bible says? It's God's will 
You ready for this? That you should be sanctified. That you should avoid sexual immorality. That each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable. Not in passionate lust like the pagans who do not know God. And that in this matter, no one should wrong or take advantage of a brother or sister. The Lord will punish all those who commit such sins as we told you and warned you before. For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. There's another place that's explicit about his will. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 15. For it is God's will that by doing good you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. <laughs> I don't write this stuff, I just report it. There's another place that's explicit about his will. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 16. Here it is. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. All I'm trying to get across to us is that bold praying begins with his word. That's where we find his will and that's the condition because according to John here, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And so it doesn't make much sense when we're going around from church to church, from conference to conference, from person to person, seeking his will for our lives and we won't open the Bible and do what it says. Somebody shout, start there. Okay. <laughs> All right. So does not, not only does John point out the condition, but then secondly, he illuminates the confidence. Here it is. You ready for this? Here's the confidence. He hears us. Isn't that good news? There may be somebody listening to me right now who's been wondering, is God even hearing me? Is he listening? Does he even hear me? Well, I've got good news for you from the word of God. The Lord hears the cries of his people. David said in Psalm 34, uh, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The old deacons used to sing uh, what they borrowed from Psalm 116. I love the Lord. He heard my cry. Proverbs 15, 29. He hears the prayer of the righteous. Isaiah 65, 24. While they're yet speaking, I will hear. That's our confidence that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us there is something implicit in the text that I need to stop because I think we really need to thank God for it because the confidence is that when we ask according to his will we know that he hears us but there is nothing here that says he hears us when we ask something that's not in his will and you want to know the truth about that? We ought to thank him for it. Uh, 
because that's grace. Let me, let, me, let me see. How many times have we asked God for something that in hindsight we recognize that if God had even heard it we would be in a heap of trouble that job that you ask him for and it wasn't his will for you and now you look at that company and you can only thank God that you don't work there <laughs> okay let me bring it closer that man or that woman that you asked God for that was not in his will for you <laughs> you just you saw him in the grocery store the other day and all you could say was thank you Jesus <laughs> for not even hearing that foolishness <laughs> but we know that we are asking according to his will and when we ask according to his will we know he hears us that's the confidence but there's one more thing John offers here and that's the conclusion here it is it's in the text if we ask anything according to his will he hears us keep reading and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that we have what we asked of him did you catch that that's the conclusion of the matter. Let's do a little digging because I'm going to show you something. If we know that he hears us, then we know. Stop right there. That word to know, Ido, it is in the perfect tense. Uh, and in the Greek, the perfect tense corresponds to the same thing in the English. And it describes an action which is viewed as having been completed in the past, once for all, not needing to be repeated. If we know that he hears us, then we know. I'm not trying to be convinced. I know it's settled. It's established. I'm not wavering. I'm not wondering. I'm not wishing. I'm not hoping. I know. What do we know? We know that we have. Stop right there. Because there is something rather puzzling that I see here you would think that the text grammatically would say we know that we shall have but it's not what the text says in the English or in the Greek that word is echo it is not in the future tense it's in the present did you catch that when we ask according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we have in the present, right now, already. We have what we asked of him. Not we shall have, but we already do have. Not it shall be so but it is 
sold. Are you hearing me? That's why we can ask in faith, in boldness, in confidence, because the Bible says faith is the substance, the foundation of things hoped for, but it is also the evidence of things not seen. That word evidence literally means proof, that by which a thing is proved or tested. In other words, it is the proof that something exists that I can't see. Miss Alicia, you were able to walk before you could see it. When I ask in faith, I'm able to pray with confidence because that confidence is really just the proof that something already exists that I cannot see. Let me see if I can help us understand. Uh, tomorrow, there is a wind advisory from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And when you walk outside, you will see bare branched trees or buds which are blowing. You will not see wind. But the fact that the branches are blowing is proof that wind exists. It's the evidence that something already exists. Somebody shout, it's already done. It's, yeah, I say it all the time, but let me give it to us again just to help us understand this because there are those listening to me who have the misconception that your prayer of faith is what creates what you're looking for. Uh, I, don't, I don't mean to, uh, I don't, look, I just gotta be, I gotta be real with you. Um, it's not your prayer of faith that creates what you're looking for. Um, there's the misconception that you have to call it so you can haul it. Um, that you that you are declaring and decreeing so that you are so that you are creating your answer. But when you call it, uh, you're not calling it so you can haul it. You are not declaring and decreeing so you can create the answer. I know that's what you heard somewhere. That if you have enough faith, if you can, uh, if you can just say it loud enough, long enough, then your miracle will appear that if you believe long enough hard enough then your miracle will come into existence but but I got to tell you that the that my bible teaches me that my praying does not create my miracle my bold confident praying is the proof that my miracle already exists um I've, I've, used, I've said it before but I got to keep telling you until we get it there is only one creator only one creator he is the one true and living God infinite intelligent spirit whose name is Jehovah and he is the only creator now because God is the creator and we are made in his image we are creative but we are not creator. I know we read it wrong. We've heard that we call things that are not as though they were. But the Bible says in Romans 4, 17, God calls things which are not as though they were. That's because God is the creator. So what do we do 
when we declare and decree what do we do when we call it out God creates we just confirm it I know I know I'm in the word because when I look at Genesis chapter 2 verse 19 we see God formed every beast of the field every fowl of the air and then he after he created them he brought them to Adam to see what Adam would call them and the Bible says whatever Adam called every living creature that was the name God did the creating Adam had nothing to do with the existence of the animal he didn't create them he just named what God had already created I'm not trying to mess with your theology. All I'm trying to tell you is that it is not our bold believing prayer that calls things into existence. Our bold believing prayer is just the proof that something already exists. My faith just confirms it. Faith doesn't create. It is the evidence that something has already been created. Somebody shout, it's already done. That's how you go to God boldly in prayer. When you know that you're praying according to his will, you know that it was already done before you even open your mouth. Would you please help me get ready to close this and look at somebody in their eye and tell them it's already done. I don't know what you're waiting on. I don't know what you've been trusting God for. I don't know what you've been praying about. But the reason you can come boldly before him is because before you started praying, it was all ready. Let me let me go ahead and let me go ahead and close. This is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, then whatever we ask, we know that we already have whatever it is. You may not see it yet, but I've got news for you. You already have it. You may not be able to touch it yet, but God sent me to tell you, that you already have it you may not be able to feel it yet but God sent me to tell you that you already have it and so whatever it is you can go ahead and thank God for it because whatever it is you already have it no young I don't think you're getting it I don't think you're hearing me let me break it down for you your healing you can thank God for it because you already have it your deliverance you can thank God for it because you already have it your child's deliverance you can thank God for it because you already have it your joy you can thank God for it because you already have it your peace go ahead and give him praise because you already have it
your financial stability you can thank God for it because you already have it you can go ahead and praise him in advance because it's as good as yours I don't know about you but I can taste it I can sense it I don't see it but I know it's on the way I know you expect me to say it you already know where I'm going don't wait until the battle is over you can shout right now you can go ahead and give him the glory because you already have it somebody shout I have it 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 I can praise him because I have it I'm reminded of the story in the Bible let me tell you this and I'll go to my seat remember King Jehoshaphat when he was leading the children of Judah and the children of Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir came together and came up against them to attack and the Bible says that King Jehoshaphat he was alarmed he was afraid he was shaken he was rattled it shook him so you know what Jehoshaphat did he prayed he called out a fast for everybody and he got all the men together and he prayed it was a prayer that honored their history it was a prayer of honesty and a prayer of humility he said we don't know what to do but our eyes are upon you y'all know the story the Spirit of God came on Jehaziel and Jehaziel stood up and he began to prophesy and before the battle began Jehoshaphat was so confident he was so bold that the victory was already his he was so confident that he didn't send the warriors out he didn't send the special forces out he didn't send the green berets out do you know what he did he didn't raise a sword he didn't take out the axe or even the spear he prayed and he already knew that he had the victory so can I tell you what he did he was so confident that he got the singers and said y'all go ahead of the army and sing praises unto our God he was so confident he had prayed and he didn't see the victory but he knew he had the victory so he sent praise on ahead of him I dare you this morning right now even if you don't see the victory if you know you have the victory I dare you to send praise on ahead of you I dare you to send worship out in front of you if you know 
is mine. Present tense. Present tense. I have whatsoever I ask. what's so awesome I don't have to pretend and put on I don't have to act like I can see it <laughs> I don't have to act like it feels good but I don't walk by what I can see and I don't walk by what I feel I walk by what I know and even if it still looks broken I know I'm praying according to what his will is. So I already have it. <laughs> what would happen? What would happen if you start treating your children like they were already delivered? Because they are. <laughs> just asking the question I'm not trying to bother you what would happen if you started walking like you were healed what I know you can't sleep now I know you've been having some problems maybe maybe you should go and get you a new blanket and a new pillow not so that you can sleep better but because the Lord is going to give you sleep and you just want to be prepared when it gets there <laughs> Thank you. 
What's wrong with you? What's, what's wrong with you? Nothing wrong with me. I'm preparing to live. This didn't come to take me out. This came to take me over. This, I'm not going out of here with this. I'm not going out of here like that. I'm You got it. You got it. That's it. To God. selfish of us to enjoy this and leave you out if you're not saved already so John was writing to save people but that is not necessarily to exclude anybody because if you're breathing you can be saved I already told you what God did for you through Jesus Christ because he loves you that much. And so the question is, how are you going to respond to what he's done for you? If you're not sure that you're going to spend eternity with Jesus Christ, I got to tell you, you can be sure today 
Here is what the Bible says. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart. God didn't send his son into the world to condemn anybody, but so that the world through him might be saved. That's good news. And if you're here right now and you're not sure where you're going to spend eternity, you're not sure you're saved, would you raise your hand? If you're not sure you're saved, you can be sure today. If you're watching online, you're not sure you're saved, put it in the chat, send us a direct message. Somebody is monitoring right now. They've been waiting for you all service to tell them that you want to give your heart to Christ. They'll reach out to you shortly. If you're here in the building, raise your hand and I'll ask you to come and meet Mrs. Burks over at this door. If you're online, put it in the chat. Somebody will contact you very shortly. That's the first call. If you're here and you're not sure you're saved, you can know you're saved today and this whole word from the Lord will apply to you too. There is no waiting period. You don't have to be in for 90 days. Give him your heart. And he'll hear you too. That's the first call. Second call is this. Maybe you're saved already. You know where you're going to spend eternity. You know you're going to be with the Lord forever. But you know that the Lord wants you in this place as your church home. If that's you, would you raise your hand? If you know the Lord wants you here, in this part of his body, where are you? If you're in the building, raise your hand. If you're online, put it in the chat. Send us a direct message. We'll get it and we'll contact you very shortly. Those two calls, if you're not sure you're saved or if you know the Lord wants you here, then everybody in here is either saved or is where you know you're supposed to be. All right, let the church say amen. So be it. All right, good. We are grateful for those who have recently given their lives to Christ, who have been baptized, Jarrell, did I say it right? All right, Brother Jarrell House, this certifies that Jarrell House was baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit on the 26th day of February, 2023. Brother Jarrell. God bless you, sir. I'll take a hug too. Thank you. That's for you. You're welcome. <laughs> and this is Jada House. Come on, Miss Jada. How are you doing, ma'am? Good. Best decision you will ever make. I'm going to put this in here. You can take this whole bag. How about that? Good. God bless you. And Miss Andrea McCluskey. I'm going to put all of it in this bag right here, Miss Andrea. Best decision you'll ever make. God bless you. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Let me tell you just a couple of things. And uh, Lord,
It's been, it was before the pandemic the last time I sat there. I'm not sure it'll hold me now. <laughs> uh, there were several things in the announcement video that ran, uh, that ran at the beginning of service. Uh, please govern yourselves accordingly. Don't forget that we are worshiping with the Little Rock Baptist Church next Sunday afternoon at 4 o'clock. Uh, I'll be preaching. The choirs will be ministering in song. Uh, I know it's the first Sunday in March next week, but, uh, but we are going to do Lift Every Voice and Sing. So you got a little grace. If you forgot to learn that third voice verse, you can learn it this week and, uh, and know it. And we're going to sing it together next week. Uh, if there was a discrepancy in your giving statement for 2022, uh, we, it has come to our attention. The, uh, the problem was in our office on, on our end. It's not your miscalculation. Would you make sure you contact the office uh, and they are correcting them as they come into the office? On next Saturday at 9 o'clock, I'll be preaching at the Rowena K. Smith prayer breakfast that is for the northwestern district um, we're not in that district but it's Dayton Ohio uh, Dayton Toledo Lima that that area um, if you want tickets they are $25 and uh, Dr. Elder has some tickets if you want to go uh, also the uh, Georgia Miller conference for our state convention that is our young women aged uh, 40 and younger. That conference is going to be on March 11th. That's the following Saturday. It's here in Dayton. Uh, the cost is $40. If you want to participate in that, um, see Minister Ashley. Wave your hand, Minister Ashley. Uh, she'll get your name. Mount Calvary will, um, will take care of your registration, but you have to give her $5 to do it. She'll give it back to you when you come. <laughs> okay. That way we don't pay a $40 registration and then people don't show up. Okay. So when you, when you give her your name, give her your $5, she'll give it back to you. We promise. I almost trust Ashley. Those who came to the church conference um, last week, thank you so much for being there. Uh, those first-timers who were at church conference last week, if you see Ms. Spain out in the, uh, in the vestibule, she, she has some, uh, something special for you for, uh, for coming to church conference your first time. Um, I think, let's see, you all do need to know, I need you to add Spike Epps to your prayer list. He has pneumonia. And he is in Miami Valley Hospital. Add him to your prayer list. Uh, also, Miss Betty Joseph, please keep continue to keep her and Erica and the entire family in your prayers. Uh, also, Miss Easterling, is Miss Lydia here? Yeah, Miss uh, Lydia Easterling, her mother passed. Um, that funeral is going to be on March 10th at is it 11 at noon. Visitation at 11. The funeral will be at noon here at the church. Uh, let's keep her in our prayers. Idrea, um, keep Idrea Caldwell in your prayers. Well, that's Miss Betty's granddaughter and Miss uh, Erica's daughter. Uh, she has qualified for women's indoor track uh, and will be running in the state meet this Friday. 
Is Miss Pate here, Minister Pate? Okay, I'll wait. I'll wait until I see her. Um, and I think everything else can wait. Uh, Brother Grady, look, he's been defying orders for weeks. <laughs> but he is a testimony of the healing power of God, and he's here, and we're glad to see him. <laughs> yep. Do you start this week? So, okay. Friday at 6.30. Vision, uh, our dancers are coming back into... Uh, they're coming back into session starting this Friday and every Friday at 6.30 alright if you're interested uh, Miss Lily will be back in the vestibule and you can, uh, you can see her for more information I think that's it uh, let's get ready to go I, I have an adult child can you believe that <laughs> brother Nate had a birthday he's 18 Congrats, Mama. <laughs> All right, good. Come on, uh, Minister Ethel, you can close us out. We are not, just a reminder, the ushers are not dismissing by row or by group. Um, you can, when, after she says the benediction, you can just go. <laughs> All right. Brother Little John, you're going to be ready to sing for us next week? Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Were not our hearts touched and our minds renewed? We're going to talk about our giving. We have several ways of bringing all the tithes and offering into God's storehouse. By Givelify, you download the app and follow the instructions by Cash App. Download the app. I'm sorry, I'm re repeating. Hashtag, excuse me, dollar sign, M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. Use this app to put your full name in the comments so that we will know exactly who's giving. Sometimes they get this confused. And the third way is text to give. 855-908-0710. The deacons will no longer be outside to collect your offering. Members, please remember to give to benevolence. That's how we are able to help one another in this assembly. By through benevolence. The scripture says... And there were none among them whose needs were not met. Shall we stand? Thank you, Sister Burks. The new members' second session of uh, class will be back here after services at 1230. Anything else?
Our Father and our God, we are so grateful for your word today. We thank you that we know that we can come to the Father in boldness and ask whatever we want in your will. Your word says he will hear us and we will have it. We give glory to your name for defining what prayer is among us. Now, Lord, as we leave this place, be with us and guide us that we walk according to your will in everything. Now, unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his throne of grace, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen.